Welcome back to Balance in the Bar. And I want to really sit today and talk a little bit about, I have Julia, by the way, with me again. Hello. Julian Avin, VP and business partner extraordinaire. And, you know, in addition to talking about what Authentic does, which I want to clarify a little bit and talk to you about what we're doing and what we're seeing the idea really about this business is to also talk to you, a business owner in any business. It doesn't have to be a law firm. Anybody who wants to start a new company, we've been on a journey. And I think we can really share the funny parts, the sad parts, the hard parts with all of you. And we would love for you to engage with us. And you know, we can put out on our marketing some of the stories and hopefully you'll all engage with us so that we can hear your stories because we want to do this together with a community. We're not in a vacuum. This is so much more than just a marketing coordinating company doing boutique concierge marketing services. We're also here as entrepreneurs and business owners to talk to all of you about what you're seeing out there. Times are tough. The economy is not great. And it's, it's a tough time to start a business, yet if you do it the right way and you create an amazing community around you, I think that it is still possible to have that American dream. I watch Shark Tank on a nightly basis and I just get so excited after I watch that show about the opportunity that really is out there. I completely agree. I mean, if anyone knows the super high highs and the super low lows of starting a business, it is us for sure. Constantly navigating through kind of finding the right talent, retaining the right talent, finding the right partners to really build on that you could trust. I mean, trust is a huge thing. Trust is everything. I mean, I was so lucky to find Julia at a time that I really needed a support network to help me get the business to the next level. And I know, Julia, you didn't really know exactly what you were going to do. How did you decide to take the leap to go into this startup business? And where did that come from? Because you were living your life. You live, as you would say, she was living her best life. I was living my best life um, out all the time. You know, it's so funny because, right, balance in the bar. What does that look like? Balancing your life and balancing your business. And I constantly struggle with that because, you know, I'm in my 20s. You know, it's mid to late 20s, but still balancing that and growing up and having those experiences while having so much responsibility professionally has been challenging. I think I do a pretty good job. We have, we have them, our we, moments. We have but, our moments. I mean, I think the crazy thing is when I talk about balance, I mean, we're working at 7 a.m. and sometimes, you know, it's midnight on a Saturday and we're still working. And we're so. still working. You never turn it off. But I think that's what made me leap. So I was supposed to actually move to Hawaii and Elizabeth called me out of the blue to let me know what she was doing. What were you going to do in Hawaii? I, Tell everybody. I was going to run a media conglomerate for a huge company my friend's company and I had everything kind of packed. I was like, you know what? It's like my twenties and I could go and I could do it. And I don't have all that responsibility yet. God has that changed. But at the time I thought it was the best idea ever. And I'm like packing up my boxes and Elizabeth calls 
and is like, what do you mean you're moving to Hawaii? You're too young. You're too brilliant. You're too, no, this isn't happening. You're going to come meet with me. I want to show you what I'm doing. And I remember driving over here to Tampa, not knowing what I was going to, you know, see and feel. And as soon as we sat down and we started talking, I was like, this is the next best move. And I really think that in life and in business, you really, when you have that feeling, you just have to go for it and you have to trust it. And it's funny because Julia will talk to me about, did you manifest that? She's very (laughs) into just sending the energy out into the world. And I'm a huge believer in energy. I feel it. I felt it. I was on the road probably two to four days a week for three straight years to build my past business. And I know what that's like and I know how hard it is. And I know energy can really flow in different ways. And the energy that I was sending out in the world and and people really responded to that. And I felt it. It was hard to explain. I couldn't articulate it, but I knew what she was talking about when she talked about this manifesting. Yeah. But big into it. Well, it's more mindset, I think, than anything. Like I was asked the other day, like what, what was like the biggest failure I had? And I couldn't even answer it because it's a mindset thing. Like what is failure? It just pushes you. It's like, I don't look at anything as failure. I'm not afraid to fail. And I think we both have that. And that's why we're able to, even through the challenges we've had, just push and keep it moving and come up with solutions on the fly because we're not afraid to fail. We're not afraid to take that chance. Yeah. And it's often the failure builds it and makes it stronger So sometimes it's taking one step back to get 10 steps ahead. And we've had some hits. We've lost a few accounts that we poured our hearts and souls into that that were a few disappointments. But when we look back at those disappointments, it was really helping us hone in on what we truly were good at as a business, as business owners. And it's now really finally all come together. It's like a puzzle. And I really feel excited because I just, I know that our knowledge base and our understanding of what we're doing and the team that we've put together. It's insane. Can really take this business, authentic consulting to the next level. And just to really specifically talk a little bit about what we do is some people might say, oh, marketing. Oh, you guys do marketing. No, it's so much more than that. So much more. If it was just <laughs> marketing, we would be like half, we would have like nine to 12 o'clock days, just, you know, checking off a, a marketing list. It is so much more than that. I mean, we provide an incredible team of people with expertise that spans decades. So we have like a press strategist who has worked for large companies and writes different press releases and helps our clients highlight their highs and their wins and their excitement and and blasts that out to over 500 sites. And we've watched their name grow, you know, in the algorithms on Google with the press that we've been sending out into the universe. In addition to that, we put together a team where we have an SEO specialist he is the greatest guy. He, I got lucky. I mean, with, with Jason, his name is Jason. And with Jason, he was a friend of a friend and he started just talking to me about what we were doing. And we realized that we had great synergy. He worked for lawyers.com and Martindale Huppel, and he is an expert link builder. If you want to know more about link building, we will get Jason on our podcast. We will also get Jennifer on our podcast, who will talk to you all about 
how press and PR can really help you take your business to the next level, no matter what the business is. Um, and then we have Amanda, who is an incredible social media strategist. We're very fortunate to have her on. Follow our clients, TroyRafferty.com. He now is a public figure. He didn't have even an Instagram page. And we've been having so much fun working with Troy Rafferty of Love and Papantonio and Rafferty. We also have helped Chris Ligori's law firm with his social personal brand. Obviously, magazine law has been incredibly challenging, but the most rewarding because we had a lawyer who left his firm Obviously, you all know it's my husband, and he had no brand because the old firm still had the URL for the website. So that was a really incredible challenge. And if you Google his name now, you'll see him pop up very high in Google algorithms. The and learning, we've learned I was gonna so say, much. And I think to speak to that, right, because I'm sure if you're listening, you're getting you know marketed all the time whatever the company might be, people are reaching out, trying to sell you all the time. But I watched Elizabeth take on magazine law, not only as an incredibly brilliant and successful businesswoman, but also as the wife. And we have that same touch to every firm. It's like a family feel. We want to see you win. And I think what I've seen, and Elizabeth, I'm sure you could you know, also agree to this, but a lot of the companies that will come in and try to sell you don't really care. They will sell you a dream, get you in the door, then you get pushed off to someone and they forget about you in a sense. Often the, the account managers are right out of school, really green, young people. They may have great account management and marketing backgrounds. Maybe they took some marketing courses in college. However, What we find is if you don't work with a company that specializes in law firms and you're a legal branding, legal marketing company, and there's not an attorney on staff, run for the hills. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel so bad for our friends or just the people that we know are in that spot. And I think more than that, you have to trust the people that are really your voice, right? Through social and through your messaging on your website. I mean- it's the make or break on the way that people feel about you when hiring, you know, anyone or even going to a restaurant, you're looking at all of that. The reviews and everything. It's so complex. And there's, and you know, what's what I find interesting is so many attorneys that we've met and talked to about their website. So we make, we've been refreshing brands and making legal websites. Well, what we've learned is many businesses and law firms out there do not own their own website. Is that not insane? Which you think that you're a lawyer. Of course, you read the agreement. You have to own your own law f- website, law firm website. I would say 50% of the people that we've talked to are just so baffled because they don't own it. Now, there is a solution for that because if you call us, we are able to often clone the site that you have and then transfer the content over into a new format and we can help you get your website redone without you having to worry about who owns it. But it is a little more challenging and we've been through that with a few of our clients. So if you're out there listening, you may want to double check and make sure you own your own website. Just reread your agreement. I think the fine print on them, I mean, that's really what we get caught on. It's like, they're looking and reading over agreements 
all day and then they get something like that and they don't double triple check it and they're like wait I don't own my website and wait I can't even you know get out of this agreement for another eight months and wait it's on an auto renew and wait I don't have the analytics and I don't have this and they control everything and you know remember our thing is no one taught us in law school how to run a business I have been doing marketing for over Oh, it's so embarrassing to say 25 years and I've run a business for that long. And so in addition to helping you all with your voice, finding your voice, finding out what differentiates you from your competitors, why are you different, highlighting your philanthropies, highlighting your wins and talking about what makes you fun in a personal way as well. What are your passions? What are your dreams? In addition to all of that, We come on board and we help you run your business. 